The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. It was none other than the Lord Bishop of Soda and Man, the Right Reverend Thomas Drury, who was a Manx-born bishop, incidentally, who made the first major attack on what he called impropriety of behaviour by young people on holiday in the Isle of Man. This was in 1911. In a hard-hitting sermon, his lordship said the young men and women were too familiar with each other. They were to be seen in public places lounging in each other's arms, and this was sickly, unwholesome, and fraught with serious peril. His lordship was speaking following criticism by other church leaders in the island of this sort of thing, and especially of attending free concerts held in public houses in the summer. But criticism did not end with this. There was also concern about other aspects of the holiday scene in the island. What might be called the self-appointed guardians of public morals were concerned about the so-called libidinous nature of some of the picture postcards openly on sale. Two Douglas shopkeepers had their premises visited by police officers, and some of their cards, said to be showing young ladies in their undergarments, were seized. The shopkeepers appeared in court and were fined, and their other postcards were seized. This eventually led to the situation in 1933 when Tinwald agreed to the establishment of a postcard censoring committee, comprising worthy citizens in society, which would have the power to refuse to allow the sale of postcards they didn't like, all cards having had to be submitted to the committee in advance. This body was still in place in 1985, and lovely and amusing relics of its time can be seen today in the Manx Museum. But back to those years shortly before the First World War. There was criticism of people being able to drink until two o'clock in the morning in unlicensed shabines opening all over Douglas. Also attacked were singing rooms where, it was alleged, people were encouraged to sing vulgar and indecent songs that could lead to indelicate thoughts. There was also concern about gambling at illicit betting shops, but this had nothing to do with indecency, so mixed bathing by males and females was viewed with alarm. Quoted was the case of a man who tried to dress himself in a circumspect manner on the shore at Douglas by putting an overcoat over himself while taking off his bathing suit, and forgot that the coat had a revealing split down the back. The risks of this sort of terrible thing were taken seriously by Douglas Town Council, who introduced bylaws against men and women swimming in the sea within a hundred yards of each other. There were also bathing huts where ladies at least could dress and undress in private before stepping right into or out of the sea. It had to be possible to move the huts to the water's edge and back, and they were restrained by shackles which were attached to hooks in the promenade sea wall, which can still be seen on central promenade today. Meanwhile, Onken was more liberal, mixed bathing was allowed, and very popular, at Port Jack. Mind you, there were people with more easy-going attitudes. One of the critics of indecent behaviour was a Wesleyan minister in Douglas, the Reverend Wilson Stewart, and he found himself attacked in the Isle of Man Times, which called him a bawling blockhead and a bigoted, fish-blooded bachelor. Not surprisingly, he was awarded £200 in damages for libel. 
Well, this has been looking back on another time, another century even, when attitudes and tolerances were nothing like what they can be in the Isle of Man as anywhere else today. There are people today who see our society as rotten with moral depravity, or whatever else you want to call it. To this extent, nothing has really changed. What do I think of the way things are these days? Well, I'm not a judgmental man. I'll just have to think about it. Sorry, I'm rather busy at the moment. In other words, nothing to say, really. It's life.